Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Yeah, I mean, if they want to be the Ice Climbers 2.0, I mean, go for it. Fuck that character to begin with. <laughs> the characters next. You know that character is straight up banned in melee, right? Because it's broke. <laughs> yeah, you can do this thing. You can chain grab their down grab, oh, nonstop. Yeah. yeah, so you can essentially you can be at the bottom of the stage and then climb all the way back up to. The well, top. no. If they grab you, they just throw you into the ground, and then the next one grabs you before you oh, can yeah. act. Oh. It's okay. called wobbling. Yeah. So you literally just wobble someone to like 300 and then hit them with a hammer? God damn. Oh, yeah, that is a broke move. Jesus Christ. But yeah, no, they came up with a whole concept move set and move list for the fucking, what, what do they call it? The crew member. And I mean, oh. as if Min Min wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, no, Min Min, Min Min gets, people make fun of Min Min all the time. Like she's a meme and they're like, yeah, she's got a lot of rage, but she's also terrible. Yo, it's like, but it's like you were saying earlier, the homogenization of pop culture, right? Oh because yeah, this is a this game is a prime example. But oh, son of a at bitch, least, I fucking hate Rob. At least Min Min is a part of like Nintendo properties, right? Like, and I'll even give Final Fantasy characters a leeway because you know there's Kingdom Hearts. There's not only that, but Final Fantasy was. Um, a Nintendo property at first. Well, it wasn't a Nintendo property, but it was on the Nintendo system. Yeah. I totally wasn't paying attention. So, like, I when I realized that it was, oh, shit, the matches go like I was already dead once. Damn. Damn. But... That's a good reminder. I've been practicing him a lot, which is crazy, because I actually haven't actually sat down and played Smash Brothers in a while. Uh... But that is wild. he got that character. I saw that character and I was like, all right, that's it. I'm going to be good at this character <laughs> for the sake of playing this character. It's funny because Fallout Shelter did that to me. I got Fallout Shelter on my phone because I was missing Fallout. And the more I played Fallout Shelter, the more I was like, I just need to put this game back on my PlayStation and run yeah. through it. They're, um... Like, when I started playing a character, like, a lot, so, like, Richter, when I first got the game, yeah. like, I got my, my GSP was so low, it was, like, 17,000, and to get to Elite Smash, Damn. I need, like, 8 million, so right now Shit. on Richter, I'm sitting about 7-something million, so I just need to get the GSP to rise! Oh, you fucking ass. God damn it. And crash, crash through. through. This, this is, is Doc and Ziggy with the flood. What's Keep your cracking. death threats to 140 characters or less. Oh, man, that was a good one. Yeah, you got me good that time. Because I'm over here looking to see if Castlevania was originally a Nintendo property. but It was. Yeah. So even that. Why were you looking it up? I know. I, <laughs> just to make sure, right? Because sometimes. Because I could be wrong, everybody. Every now and again, it happens. But. The, yeah, adding... And they're trying to get the Among Us crew member yeah, for the petition? Yeah, adding, that's what I'm saying, adding you, the crew member. You know that's be, gonna be the type of thing where it's like, yeah, let's put him in, and then you get him and you're like, this was stupid. This was dumb. It's like Fortnite, and 
trying to remain relevant by like shoehorning any new skins into their game that they can. I Yay, mean, the, pop culture homogeny. That's what I'm saying. At that point, at this point, Fortnite really is like the stamp collectors of like video games. Like you just play the game to collect the skins, right? Like, yeah, and you get, you know, your Groot skin, which is also from Avengers, yeah. and then you, they got all the Avengers characters on there. They just did that every whole fighting thing. game shoehorning in movie characters and everything. Well, now they Smash got Smash Brothers, the franchise. They got Master Chief on there now on Fortnite. Really? Yeah, you that's know. another character people are trying to get in Smash. And it's <laughs> they're like Master Chief, Sora, Dante from Devil May Cry, Tony Hawk. That's just me, but uh, put Tony Hawk in Smash. You cowards! Not the crew members. <laughs> You're saying Tony I would Hawk be for the way more hyped than. Also, that would be like, that would be the ultimate out of left field. No one would expect it. Holy shit! This is actually awesome. DLC character. Hold on. Wait. What was the Nintendo game with the kid that skateboards though? Skater die. No. <laughs> that was the first game that came up though when I googled it though. Skate or die. Um, no, I must be thinking of Paperboy. Paperboy, Paperboy. Gotta oh, get that Paperboy. <laughs> no, yeah. Nope. Oh, wait. Skate or die is on the NES. Um, no, I'm totally thinking about Paperboy, though. I was going to say, I'd take Paperboy before. <laughs> but now I keep thinking about Paperboy from Atlanta. The yep. more I say <laughs> Over the crew members, I just feel like the, even in the last like Steve, game, I get. E I understand Steve. Yeah, it's a generational thing. I mean, I was that their first? Like Minecraft is huge. I don't play Minecraft, but I get that it's huge. Was that their first out of franchise character that they introduced into Smash? I mean, Snake. That's still a Nintendo game, though, isn't it? Yeah, they had the Metal Gear, not Metal Gear Solid, like the Metal Gear games yeah. on, like, Nintendo. NES. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So even that has some degree of separation to it. But Steve meant Minecraft is, I guess... I well, hold know. on. Let's. I can look and see if we have any other out-of-franchise type characters. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, pull it up. Um, well, for the longest time, Sonic. Oh, well, yeah, but that was, like, a whole crossover thing. And yeah, I mean, for the longest time, it would have been Sonic, but everybody else on and there... And Nintendo went out of their way to buy, like, all of Sega's IP so they could do that well, shit. Well, Sega, Sega just lost the console war. That, but I mean, they still own the IP, that's why... Yeah. So, I, Nintendo... I mean, I think Sony came, like, knocking at the door in the rain and was like... Will you take me back? <laughs> uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, but I, th I think that's the same type of thing where with, it's like we just need like to get Steve. the IP into relevancy. Yeah, like with Steve, you know, everybody knows who the fuck Pac-Man is. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point everybody knows who Steve is. They may not know it's Steve, Yeah, but, but they know it's, oh, that's the Minecraft, Minecraft guy. Right. Banjo-Kazooie, no, that was a Nintendo game. Yep. Um, no, I... Uh, Fatal, Fatal Fury was a different game too. I think that's the game that fucking Terry is from. Fatal Fury. 
Oh, well, Wally. I don't know. They have the fucking Wii Fit Trainer don't on there. Don't they have Wally on there? Um, it is actually... Oh, no, that's not... Rob. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is yeah, the yeah. virtual boy turned life. Oh, shit. For real? That's what that thing is supposed to be? That's not from, like, what was that movie? Short I think circuit? It, it, I don't know, but if you look at it, it looks like Virtual Boy. Yeah, it does, Like, though. his eyes are the part where you just put your head and look in. It does, though. So, yeah, no, the adding a crew member would be almost... It wouldn't be new-new for Smash Brothers, but I would rather it see would them It fucking add, dumb. Yeah, I would rather see them add Tony Hawk. It, no, no, and think about it. All of the reskins for Tony Hawk could be the other skaters. That's fair. Do you know how many Kareem Campbell mains there would be immediately? <laughs> there is one black character in this show, or in this game, and it is a reskin of Dark Pit. Damn, damn, that's a good point. They don't have any black characters. <laughs> there you go. That's your best representation. Damn, and that's like, whew. That could even pass for racially ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> right? God damn. Uh, that's wild. That's yeah, wild. you didn't really think about that, right? No. There's, there's literally no black characters on the roster for Smash Brothers. Are there any black characters in any Nintendo games now that we're talking about it? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm looking. <laughs> Oh god. No, it's fine. The coach from um the boxing game. <laughs> You're right. Yep. He's in here. He's whatever you win with Lil back, the coach like holds up his hand. Yeah. Oh, and Mr. Game and Watch doesn't count. Does no, Game no. doesn't count either. I feel like no, oh god no. No, totally not. That's like counting the orcs as black people in fucking Lord, Lord of the Lord Rings. Ring. Oh yeah, that's true. That'd be bad. Um, no. Everything else is there has got some some kind of connection to Nintendo. DJ Marina from Splatoon is dark skin. Oh, right, yep, that's true. You have you have an inkling you can get a reskin of inkling to where you have a black person. Yep, right there. Yeah. Boom. Yep. You get you get Two. Yep. You have two reskin characters. Urbosa from Breath of the Wild. Yep. She's, she's like that's a those those are it, something I'm I'm hoping like if they do DLC characters it'd be really cool to see them do like a Zelda character that's not Zelda Ganon or Link. So putting in one of the Breath of the Wild champions, preferably or Besa. Pokemon has a plethora of uh, characters of color. Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but as far as representation that's, goes in Nintendo games, though, that's fair. It looks like that might be all we have, though. <laughs> and in Nintendo's defense, I mean, I guess a lot of their games don't often feature humans, but in the ones that do, they're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, damn. Damn, that was a whole subject I wasn't even ready to go into, but now that I thought about it, I'm like, shit. Yeah. Step your game Maybe if I throw that up on Twitter, we'll go super viral, because everybody will be like, oh shit, he's right. It's a perfect transition into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which was the fact that uh, rumors are circulating around the internet that Kanye almost made a Nintendo game. Kanye made a Nintendo game? 
Almost. Like, for Nintendo. Kanye West almost made a video game with Nintendo, presumably for the Switch. I mean, that would be dope. Because Kanye is dope and does dope shit. Speaking during a podcast, former Nintendo of America president Reggie... Films. Reggie Philomie. Yeah, my Philomie body is ready. Kanye West approached him and Nintendo. he is he is the my body is ready guy. Oh, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, so, by the way, there was also a petition to put him in Smash. I mean, <laughs> that would be better than the crew member. <laughs> but yeah, apparently Kanye approached him and Nintendo at E3 a couple of years back about making a Nintendo game together. He wanted it to be something like Mario and Legends of Zelda. It totally I mean, would have featured the bear, right? Like, it, it totally would have featured the graduation. It, it just would have been Zelda 2. It would have been the side-scrolling Zelda. You think it would have been a side-scroller? I think Kanye is definitely more of an open-world kind of guy. He's more of a Breath of the Wild kind of thing. I mean, the way he described it, where it's like Mario meets Zelda, the first thing that comes to mind is you take the two basic concepts and combine them. I'm like, oh, it's just Zelda 2. Got it. Maybe he's thinking, like, Mario going through a more, like, dungeonous type of world the way Link... Nah, I'm thinking Breath of the Wild with, like, an 80s neon life aesthetic. Okay, so Mario lost in Cyber Tokyo. I'm taking, like, the cover of Graduation, and I'm turning that into, like, a video... Like, that could totally be a video game. That is how Kanye would describe it, too. <laughs> uh, he's like, I want to take this picture and make it a game. I kind of want this to happen. Right? I'd actually be down with it too. I, I would like to see what Kanye could do with a video game. It I think makes me think of like all the video games like 50 Cent used to make. Like the Get Rich or Die Trying games, the Bulletproof games. I don't know if you ever played any of those. Oh, yeah. So um, next week our guest, Lord God, he posted this tweet or uh, this Facebook status and it was like blank versus Capcom. Go. Def Jam versus Capcom. Mm. Def Jam, uh, Def Jam. <laughs> Def Jam versus Capcom. I saw that Method Man. And I saw another versus Mega Man. Screen Rant posted an article that was about um, MCU characters ranked least to most likely to win the Hunger Games, and that made me. But been there, done that. <laughs> but it made me think, not. MCU superheroes, right? What if you took sitcom show characters and put them in the Hunger Games, like sitcom cast? Like, what if we took the cast of Seinfeld versus the cast of Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Always Sunny are going to eat them alive. And I don't even mean that metaphorically. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So you're thinking in the Hunger Games type situation, you put your money on the Always Sunny cast? Yeah, no, Dennis would be like, no, look, guys, it's easy. We just dig a punja pit. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah, no. How long do you think it takes before Frank falls in that puja pit, though? 30 seconds. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> right after they dig it. As soon as they get done and they're wiping the dust off their hands and they're like, well, now all we got to do is wait. <laughs> Frank falls in the pit. <laughs> yup. I feel like the Always Sunny crew takes themselves out and then the Seinfeld crew wins because even <laughs> though they haven't done anything, the Always Sunny crew is going to fuck it up for themselves like they always do. No, the Always Sunny crew are going to catch Kramer as he, like, runs in and does his Kramer slide. 
he'll fall into the Punja pit. And, you know, the Always Sunny people will, like, harvest him like turkey vultures. Oh, while the rest of the Seinfeld people are like, Well, look at Kramer! <laughs> it looked like he slipped! Okay, hold on, though. So, let's do the cast of Big Bang And then Bang. Elaine does her dance, and she's like, Slipped! Okay. The whole Elaine dance. The cast of Big Bang Theory versus the cast of Shameless. The cast of Shameless are also literally eating them alive. <laughs> You don't Sheldon, think... you don't have a fucking computer. In the Hunger Games. But Zane gets the fuck out of here. In a Hunger Games type situation, you don't got Sheldon going all fucking uh, Rambo or um, what's the no, uh, no. God damn it, the movie with Leonardo Revenant. You don't got Sheldon I mean, going I, all Revenant. I guess no. I could, if anything, I would see Sheldon as like Brother Mozan. Oh sh. Yeah, like. He would just be there, like, stone-faced and just, like, killing people with no remorse. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally, I see that. I also got, uh, I was gonna say, William H. Macy's character, Frank. Frank would go all revenant on everybody. <laughs> or he'd die first. You think Frank would die first? <laughs> and it's from, and it's, it would be from alcohol withdrawal. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay. There's literally been episodes where he's like, I need to drink because my body cannot handle this right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The cast of The Simpsons versus the cast of Family Guy. Uh, Simpsons, they know how to survive. And they know how to make jokes without, you know, manatees popping out fucking ball. That South Park episode, episode I feel, is so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> with how they, with how Family Guy comes up with their jokes. It was though, and that's why it made uh, Seth Green so not Seth Green. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Seth MacFarlane so mad. Yeah. Right. He was like legitimately hurt. He was like, I don't, I love South Park. I don't know why they would do this to me. Why? Cause they're South Park. And cause you're super fucking pretentious. <laughs> like, with your easy joke. Like, yeah. Formula. You have the nerve to be pretentious. And then. Copy it twice with American Dad and the Cleveland Show. No, fuck that. Family Guy is all based off of a like 15 minute, 12 minute, maybe even 8 minute segment that he did for an old Cartoon Network show. Really? Yeah. I remember when Family Guy actually initially got canceled. Do you remember that? Like years and years oh, and yeah. years ago? After the Wish Upon a Weinstein episode. Yeah, and they had a... Ooh, wow. That's, I remember that episode. Yeah, it was the Wish Upon a Weinstein Back when episode. they actually tried to write jokes. And <laughs> and that's probably why he does that safe joke formula. I just remember, I like, the, the first episode that came back, it was the whole family sitting in the room. They were like, guys, we just got canceled. They wanted to put more important shows, like... Tight, and he just goes and lists Tight all of these male Fox shows. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was because you guys got hit by the anti-defamation league. Stop it. <laughs> but he couldn't say that. <laughs> yup. So, you give it to The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They not, I mean, it's like... They have Bart Simpson. But they have Stewie. No, more importantly, they have Maggie. Maggie... You got Maggie over Stewie, though. Yeah. I do. Mm. I have Maggie over Stewie. Mm. Maggie's the silent genius. We all know Maggie is the actual smartest Simpson. Not Lisa. Or Lisa's Homer. just Lisa's just the common sense. What happens if they pull the crown out of Homer's brain, though? 
Oh shit. Um, I don't know. What have like was is that the one that's like stopping him from being a super genius? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who do you think is smarter, Stewie or Homer without the crown in his brain? I feel like Homer without the crown in his brain probably like that's probably the thing that is limiting him to like the eight percent brain use. Yes, that is the and, thing. And like that you take the crown out and then he turns. So I don't know how far would he go? Would he go like uh, Bradley Cooper in Limitless? Or would he go like full Lucy to where he becomes like? Ex Did you ever see the movie Lucy? Yeah, no, I saw that shit. No, I'm thinking more uh, Kurt Russell in A Brilliant Mind. Like you mean Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe, my bad. <laughs> I was halfway there. <laughs> no, I I, I, I can get it. Like the uh, I make reference to a beautiful like so. Whenever I'm playing my magic deck and I do some crazy combo where I take yeah. like literally every single resource and string it out for nothing and I have to like grab 12 different cards from different places everywhere. Yeah. And it, it's like me just like in my mind, I'm just like playing a giant piano symphony and then at the very end, like I'm like, oh my God, a beautiful mind. <laughs> Mental dab. Because like straight up, some of it is just like, to me, it's like, there's literally no one else who would have seen this line. You just watched it fall, the pieces fall together in a way that nobody else saw them fall together. Yep. I feel that. And, hmm, but I don't know if that's gonna get past Stewie and his ability to build things like fucking time machines and shit. What's he gonna do in the fucking jungle? I mean, that's my, that's my question. <laughs> and like, who Actually, knows what you know the fuck I feel like, I feel like Stewie and Brian would say, like we can actually get away from them now, for once. That's what I'm saying, Stewie and Brian. I don't know how Brian play. would handle it. Like, there's no cigarettes or anything on in the Hunger Games. Yeah, like, I feel like Brian and Stewie would go off on their own and, and try and win on Maggie. their own. They'd probably build, like, some Ewok civilization, and, like, they'd have all the, like, trees that, like, catch everybody, and they just come down and go, Yep. yep. They, would, they, they would just be the Ewoks. I don't know. Do you remember how the Family Guy Simpsons crossover went? Because they did that crossover. Um. No, I don't remember how it went. No, neither do I. I mean, they did a Supernatural and Scooby Doo crossover. Yo, that's flex, though. Yeah. If you could actually just go, Hanna Barbera, make another Scooby Doo for us. And then they're like. That's all Hanna Barbera uh... does anymore is make Scooby Doo cartoons. <laughs> What is the latest Hanna-Barbera cartoon? And I love Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but... I mean, their IPs are always alive because Adult Swim finds ways to use them. <laughs> They're talking about rebooting Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yes. <laughs> Who is the voice of Space Ghost? Oh, that's a good question. And didn't Space Ghost actually interview, like, real people? Yeah, yeah. I was just watching an episode the other day, and they had a uh, fucking two of the guys from Metallica in there. I was trying to remember who exactly it was, but... Wow, Space Ghost Coast to Coast had 11 seasons? <laughs> it ran from 1994. It was on since 1994. 1994 to win? Oh, five? And, and it was Edward Lowe. Or George Edward Lowe, my bad. Goddamn. Wow! 2008 was the final episode. Wow! Holy shit! <laughs> Sp 
Space Ghost ran from the time I was four to the time I graduated. It was... <laughs> wow! <laughs> That's insane. And it was just legit a, a talk show. With, yeah. like, Moltar and... Uh, what was the other guy's name? Zorak. No, Brack and uh, the... Brack wasn't even really on there that much. He was like a fucking side character. It was Moltar. Because then he got the Brack show. Yep, Moltar and Zorak. Zorak, that was yep. his name. The fucking Praying Mantis that played in the band. Yeah, yo. This shit is wild. All right, that's going to make me go back and watch an episode of Space Goes Coast to Coast. It's all on fucking uh, HBO Max. Like, because HBO Max has, like... The Adult Swim catalog. Oh, that's the only place to watch the Boondocks right now, too, isn't it? Yep, and the Chappelle Show, but they're taking it off finally. Good. Yeah. I maybe cut that part where I told people, go watch the Chappelle Show on HBO Max. No, don't do that. Boycott Chappelle Show until they decide to pay that nigga. Yep. Boycott me! Fucking that show was created by Mike Laszlo, the same dude who did, um... You know what we didn't say? Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> we hope you guys had we a said that, we, we said that Did last we episode. That we said that last episode. Yeah. I mean, we're recording right now on the 27th, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you guys had a safe and responsible holiday. Yep. Socially distanced and not drunk driving. I was actually trying to think of a good way to um, send a story on Instagram for the pod dropping yesterday. And I was like, uh, hope your hangover's not too bad and you didn't kill your family. But we have two episodes dropped now. Ah, and you didn't kill your, Jesus. Cause you know what else happened that we have to talk about at some point. We might as well just talk about it now. The, um, oh, so the most recent thing that Hanna-Barbera has done to interject into my own transition here is the Scoob movie because they own the property. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, the Nashville bombing. <laughs> and on that note, break time! Please cut me laughing after Nashville bombing. <laughs> Actually just live in a real world Pee Wee's Playhouse. Nah, I'm thinking when you said Graceland, I felt that. Like... No, 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 all right, no. Johnny Depp would live in the House of Leaves. In the House of the House of Leaves. You remember that like really weird trippy book that everybody read in high school because they thought they were really really cool. Nah, I didn't. I missed that one. Basically, it's like a book that takes the medium of a book and twists it on its head, and it changes what you perceive the book as. Huh. Okay. So like, it's not just writing. It's not just a story inside of a book. Like the book itself is now the whole concept. So it's like a pick. It's like a choose your own adventure on crack or oh, acid. Shit. Okay. Kind of. Well, not like the alchemist, but I mean, kind of like how the alchemist became like the book ends up becoming about the concept of finding your journey and not. about. Yeah. The but I mean, like sword. this book would be like, you have to like flip it to the side and oh, shit wow. like that. Okay. And... Yeah. No, that's wild. Yeah. yeah. It's like I said, it's, it's something that like took. So the, the book is an experience. It's not just. Yeah. Like, it's a... not just a book. Yeah. That's wild. It's a book I think it's funny that we left on the note that we were going to talk about the Nashville bombing and then came back in talking about Johnny Depp though 
That's fair. Anyway, Nashville bombing. Dang. Nobody yeah. died. There was an RV that exploded. We'd probably buy a white nationalist. Trump no. said nothing. So at the moment, though, the because I looked into the investigation a little bit more, and the leads are pointing to a 63-year-old IT guy. What? Yep. And there, there's not a whole lot of evidence, although they said over 500 people called in with tips for the hotline. And like you said, nobody died, but the leads are pointing to this 63-year-old IT dude who may have been paranoid about 5G towers. 5G towers. 5G towers. This is the thing that a lot of people are like freaking out about. Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking, well, everything else, the sun gives you cancer. A lot of people close to him said that he was complaining about 5G towers being used for spying on the U.S. and, you know, domestic, and not domestic terrorism, but international terrorism. And Who needs, why do they need towers? They have your cell phone. And TikTok, apparently. Um, but, yeah, that's all they have at the moment. I just thought it was wild that this may be connected to the 5G conspiracy, and for once not connected to white nationalism. Oh. Great, I just normally make the assumption. At this point, right? Yeah, it, like it's like, I made the joke, it's like, you know, anytime there's a mass shooting, I'm just hoping the headline doesn't say taken into custody. No. Because then I'm like, yep, that's, uh, that's one of ours. They did find um, human tissue amongst the explosion. They think it may have been the dude who set the bombs up, because they haven't been able to find this, uh, the lead suspect yet. He went out with a bang. So there's that. Look, that was that was set right on the T for me. So there's that. Um, the Baltimore Ravens got hit with a $250,000 fine for not following COVID uh, regulations by the NFL. Yep. People, the, the NFL is taking that real serious because, you know, nothing stops the money machine. Exactly. So left and right, though. Ravens players, Pittsburgh Steelers players have been popping up with it. And I just feel like as we're now finding that this thing is mutated and we're looking out for this new strain, Japan shut down its borders. Yep. France has shut down its borders. Uh, the world is going, okay, we're done with this. Yeah, like, right as the vaccine gets ready to roll out, now we So I was thinking the vaccine, like... As the world starts to open up with the vaccine, what are you gonna do? Like get like a certification card? I've been vaccinated. Yeah, that allow. And I've seen articles that are like, does it prevent transmission or does it just keep you from getting sick if you do come into contact with it? Like there are things we still don't necessarily questions that still have to be answered about this whole thing moving forward. Yeah, but I mean this. this the whole like how do you prove that you've been vaccinated and everything i'm just thinking i'm like so are we gonna all end up wearing like armbands or something no, like don't, that <laughs> don't do that because you know that's what these fucking nut jobs are worried about like i heard somebody like the, the only thing i can think of is like microchip implantations again yeah hi elon but yeah like carry like a card carrying vaccination member it's like a club you get a Mickey Mouse Club card signed by a doctor. <laughs> and you got to show that before you go in all these bars and stuff. Yeah, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I wouldn't be, like, 
shocked, though, if that's what happens. I... A lot of the establishment of new normal, right? Like, these with the sporting events. Like, are they going... Maybe just, you know, professional-wise, you might have to do the shit. Like, if you work in an arena where you're around people who can't socially distance in the future. Like, the whole social distance concert thing. Like, people being set six seats apart, and how do you keep people apart the entire time at the concert? Do they have to wear masks still? Like, that kind of shit. Yeah. Man, I just know that August next year, I have tickets to see the Deftones. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think what time next year? August. Oh, oh, you did say August. My bad. Um, I'm hoping. Things I'm crossing like, my fingers. Yeah. Like, do and then I remember in March I was like, hopefully this will all be done by August. Oh God. <laughs> and Dr. Anthony Fauci was out there again saying that like, because people just kept traveling and he's once again saying that we have not even seen the worst of this shit yet. Hospitals are getting overwhelmed. You've got doctors and nurses pleading with people, please stay home. And we haven't even hit New Year's yet, right? Like, I'm still trying to see what New Year's Eve is going to look like. Still the most unbelievable thing to me about this entire year is Kobe Bryant dying. If you told me two years ago that all of this was going to happen, I'd be like, uh, right as Trump's presidency ends? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And, oh, God. And do the fines continue to climb after vaccination, or do the fines, like, wind down? Because that's what I'm thinking about with this, like, $250,000. I'm still trying to figure out, like, what they do with that money afterwards, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's like like Jalen Rose says. He's just like, don't give that money back to the league. No, exactly. That's my point. And here in Maryland, they took the restaurant shut down to court, and it was pushed back to the 28th after the holiday season. Yeah, I saw that. They're suing the mayor of Baltimore. Already. <laughs> Already. That man was just elected. Well, I mean, they did it in Anne Arundel County, and they won. So. And I mean, like, this, this mayor of Baltimore, like, a lot of people really like him. Brandon Scott, yeah. I mean, it, he won overwhelmingly. Like, I mean, the other thing is, um, I mean, Catherine Pugh was uh, pretty easy to yeah be an upgrade over. No, absolutely. <laughs> Especially after her whole book scandal thing, like Jesus. Yeah, just literally stealing taxpayer money just <laughs> to help promote your book. Like goodness gracious, in in this your shitty book. Absolutely wild. Did you have anything on your docket for this week? Uh, well, I mean, there's a whole stimulus checks thing going on. Oh, well, yeah, since we're talking about COVID-19, these fucking stick. Oh, my God. It's the equivalent of a $2 tip, right? Like... Yep. Uh, I don't know. And then you get the plus $300 a week for unemployment for 11 weeks. Well, even that, the unemployment benefits have lapsed today as we're recording because Donald has refused to move on signing the continuation of that bill. Yeah, I think this is the last one we can file. Yeah, and until they sign this new relief package, right? And 
he's making the last ditch effort to what argue for two thousand dollar checks and yeah, just trying to be the pettiest, the the pettiest possible. Right, because he's like, like, oh, you 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 people have even said that I lost the election. Well, fuck you. I'm gonna fuck this entire bill up and get everybody to be like, all right, you have to do this now. He's I I saw somewhere that this is his effort to make it look like he's going out fighting for the American people as he spent the last couple months complaining about the election results instead of actually being a president. Yep. He, he is now trying to make his last stand. And it's it's pathetic because had Nancy Pelosi, you know, called for this instead of settling for this bill, then he would be demonizing her. He would be making every effort to obstruct and obscure this bill but here he is now crying how it's unfair to the american people and nobody wants to listen to him and they're just treating him unfairly and here he is trying to save everybody still even though they voted for the corrupt china what do they call the china biden crime family or some bullshit i don't fucking know yeah like as i said off mic i'm just like i don't like anything the GOP complains about. I'm just like, shut up. Just, just shut up. You have no right to complain. And all they're complaining is just shooting them in the foot. Did you see that Dominion is now suing for all the slander and liable that's been happening? Oh, and how all of it might have been ESAS machines the whole time? I don't know if that's included in the lawsuit, but they're just suing based off all the fraud that's being there. Suing, like, I don't think they're suing the GOP, but they're suing like mass media corporations and stuff like that for, yeah, all the false information that's been promoted on TV. Yeah. Which means Fox News is probably named in that lawsuit. Probably. More than likely. One America is probably named in that (laughs) lawsuit. Oh man, I have to show you this song from one of the metal bands from the 2000s era. Um... It's actually like they made a whole concept album based on Street Fighter. Oh god. Damn. Wait. <laughs> yeah. And this is a rock band? A uh, metal band. Oh, metal band. Okay. You did say that. Damn. Damn. Like they have one song where they just go I am Bison. <laughs> you are Rose. Okay. <laughs> and is this like a up tempo kind of joint or is this like a I am Bison? Roar. Oh god. Oh, this is like deep, deep metal. Like there's a there's a one they open one of the songs by saying Tatsumaki Seppen Yakun. Who says that? Like Ryu. Oh that, okay. that's the that's the move where he does the, the spinning kick. Oh, is that what he's actually saying? Like yeah. Tatsumaki you... Yakun <laughs> So they open the song and they go, Tatsumaki Seppyakun! I like to imagine that somebody did a spinning kick in the studio as they... Yep. That one's pretty cool. It's like, I am no one. I am the roaming vagabond. I mean... So... You said you're... The worst thing you feel like, aside from... The climbing death toll of this The year, most unbelievable thing. thing is Kobe. Well, what is your favorite thing that happened this year? That's not it. Well, obviously. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. 
Oh god, that did happen this year. Jesus Christ. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Jesus Christ. This year has just been the longest and the shortest year all in one. Yep. One disassociative nightmare. But yeah, that... Off the top of my head, that would be the best thing of this year. Sephiroth being put in Smash is not far behind. Yeah. I think Lovecraft Country might have been the most one of the most comforting things to happen this year. Yeah, that's certainly fair. Um, you know, there's not much. No. There's not much. This no. podcast. The end of the Donald Trump presidency. <laughs> and this podcast. And this podcast, yes, because this is, this, that all happened this year. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, what are we, how many episode, ep- episodes, <laughs> how many episodes are we in? Uh, I think we're over recorded. I think we're over 40. Oh, damn. We're getting close. Posted right now. I think we're in the upper 30s. Because remember, I had to take. Oh, yeah. I took the this first seven down because it was shit audio. But I'm working on remastering the ones that are actually worth remastering. Like the DBZ one that uh, I put up last week. Hmm. And by last week, I mean yesterday. Yeah. No. I'm just trying to think of what my favorite moments of this year i'm still trying to think about this shit because god damn yo it's been a shit year and some of the things that help you get through that are clinging on to the good moments the well, happy moments this this podcast has definitely been one of my favorites and your favorites and i hope yeah. it's been one of your, your favorites, favorites too yes. the flood with doc and ziggy by the way is presented by absolutely no one <laughs> nobody and we would like to keep it that way, so you guys, you know, y'all can help us by donating to that Patreon. And uh, we would like to say that all of the benefits that you get from our absolutely no one sponsor, you can go and use the promo code non-existent sponsor to get no benefit for any of the products that we are not sponsored for. <laughs> but please keep tuning in. Now remember, the promo code is not sponsored for shit. No, that try it at Dollar Shave Club. It will not work. Not sponsored. For shit. For shit. Break time. I don't know. How so, long has it been since he found you? <laughs> well, I he mean, got me. He got me two days ago with a YouTube ad. He got me this week with this whole Eminem shit. Like it's all over the fucking Twitter sphere, right? Like Snoop found all of us. <laughs> Snoop found Eminem's button. Also, <laughs> I, I decided on Snoop and Seek. Snoop and Seek. Snoop and Seek. What were the other ones that we were talking Hide and about? Snoop. Hide and Snoop. I still like Hide and Snoop though. Sneak and Snoop. Sneak and Snoop. <laughs> Actually, Sneak and Snoop. <laughs> Sneak and Snoop. Uh, let us know which one you guys think is better. Hide and Snoop or Sneak and Snoop. Or suggest something. Go for it. Suggest something. BuzzFeed suggested something recently. What did they suggest? They dropped a list of 35 of the best TV shows of 2020. And I figured we could go through them. We could see if any of them have any cultural patterns or ties to uh, the zeitgeist here. Also, see if you had seen any of them and uh, give our opinions on some of them. See if BuzzFeed has really got their pulse to the new generation or not. Really? I just needed to know what kind of onion I was. 
or what college you went to, even though you have a degree from that college you went to. Yep. So, the first one on their list is May Destroy You, created by Michael Coe, starring uh, Chewing Gums, Michaela, what is her last name? Damn. It's starring somebody named Chewing Gum. No, no, the the star from Chewing Gum. Oh. There was a show called Chewing Gum. The main, the lead character from that, I forget what her name is, hold on, let me look it up real quick. It was a British sitcom. Oh, Michaela Cole. Oh, so Michaela Cole is the creator of the show. So, <laughs> Michaela Cole created the show I May Destroy You. I haven't watched it yet. It looks like, uh, I think it's on Hulu. No, HBO Max. Apparently, HBO Max is getting a lot of shit. I mean, Chewing Gum was pretty good. Michaela Cole is pretty funny. Like I said, she's a British actress. Uh, British Nigerian, I believe. The Queen's Gambit. I need to watch it. I've heard that anybody who plays, like, competitive tabletop games needs to watch that. And, uh, you know, I've played tabletop competitive card games for 15 years. Beth Harmon plays a young girl in the late 1950s who discovers she has an incredible talent for chess. Hmm. I mean, once again, I've heard good things about it, but I haven't seen it. But that's two shows here that we've listed so far that but, have like, the female leads. Like, I've played... It's a weird feeling to be competing on a tabletop chess game against a stranger. It's a really unique feeling. I, I can't describe it. Is it so, like blind dating? No. So, um, having, <laughs> no. having, having played, having played Smash and now like the, the feeling of like, you, and I mean playing sports, like having that dynamic sense of like energy and like attention to what you're doing and you're moving around. Playing magic competitively is more like holding two textbooks out as far as you can with your arms and trying to just keep holding them up. That's mm. the kind of feeling of weight and competition and tension you have with magic because it's, at least for me personally, and uh, it's... When I win a game of Magic, it's more of like a, like your entire body just like releases. It just like releases. So you're saying the level of tension is much higher for a tabletop game than it is yeah. with a console game or something like or a computer game. Well, a game. Well, in that scenario, it's different. Because on a computer, you're not looking at the person you're playing against. We're right. not right across from Right, them. yeah, you can't read. And in a fighting person. game, you're still going like super dynamic. Yeah, but can't, because you don't. The field magic, of vision is more on Tabletop the game. games are not based on reaction time or physical ability. So. If all like all of your energy is going processing up to your head, your body like my body just kind of like tenses up and it just goes into like this intense focus. And yeah. then like just to make one of the things, the dead giveaway of anybody who plays a card game, not like poker or anything like that. I'm talking like Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. If they pick up business cards, 
gift cards, whatever it is, and they just start shuffling them in their hands, especially if they're doing it fast, mm. dead giveaway. Those, that person plays cards. <laughs> I mean, Why? that's fair. Yeah, because it's... when my mind is functioning like that, I'm just fidgeting, and it just... Yeah. It gives me a sense of, like, comfort and clarity. Control on something, yeah. Because it gives me some way to, like, basically think of, like, a pressure valve in a car. Just relieve some of that kinetic energy that's being built up in my head, in my yeah, body. Yeah, through the tension of trying to predict the variance in the card game. Yeah. Because all your focus and mental drive is being driven towards that at the moment. And skill in a card game is nothing more than eliminating or minimizing the impact that variance has. So, after, because <laughs> we're still talking about the TV shows. Yeah. yeah. So, The Queen's Gambit, we'll have to tune into that, see how that plays out. Uh, Normal People, have you seen it? Nope. Okay. I, I know some other big standouts that we went over this list a little bit, but yeah. Lovecraft Country, shout out to Lovecraft Country. Yeah, that's on there. Uh, that was definitely worth watching. Now, like I said, that's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. It definitely, like I said, parts of it felt rushed. But that's all I can really, that's the really the only negative note I can say is that the show felt rushed so parts of it felt campy. But it's also like, with, it, with the show being the way it is, it was hard to not be campy at points and times. Um, Shit's Creek season six, the finest, the final and last like actual last season of the show so i don't know if you watched that at all i've heard no, good I haven't. things about that but uh mindy kaling's got a new show out based on her childhood i don't like mindy kaling's i find her annoying no uh so this is a first generation indian american child growing up in high school uh the show's called never have i ever we've all i think everybody <laughs> Who has been through high school at some point has played Never Have I Ever. <laughs> I mean, I do. Like, anytime. There's a reason I carry uh, a deck of cards around in my backpack. And I'm, I'm talking a regular. So you can play Never Have I Ever? <laughs> or King's Cup, I mean? Yeah, no. Seriously. <laughs> that, that's for exactly that type of reason. Like, anytime you're sitting around. It, it doesn't even have to be. We've all been to that party where it's like, well, we don't have anything to do. I guess we have beer. There's like eight of us. Yeah. What, what, Whoa, we, party. Do you have any cups? You pull out, yeah, you pull out a, a deck of cards and yep. you're good. So the show is being called a refreshing, and perfect, a refreshing and Perfect Take on the Coming of Age tale. Like I said, it's about a first-generation Indian girl in high school, um, loosely based on Mindy Kaling's childhood. So, I mean, it might be worth a watch. It's on Netflix. Lovecraft Country, which we talked about, like I said, hands down, great show. Uh, great overarching themes, great storytelling. Like I said, the only thing I can say about that storytelling is it felt slightly rushed, but they were trying to cover it all in one season because who knew if they were going to get renewed with some of the shit that they had been <laughs> covering yeah. in that show. So, and then uh, the one of the other really big ones on there that we're going to use to introduce a new segment called Turtle Ticks. Hey, it's Franklin. Look at that turtle go, bro. Oh, Mandalorian. Yes. Yeah. Three weeks late. 
three weeks late, but... What did you think of The Mandalorian? Only on season two. I haven't even really gotten through season two yet. I'm still not even halfway through season one. It's a good show, yo. It, I was telling Ashley that it reminds me of, like... It's a good show in the Star Wars universe. Uh, it's the like, saving grace like, of the Star Wars Yeah, universe. it's a good show that happens to take place in Star Wars. It reminds me of... It's like The Legend of Zelda. Or not The Legend of Zelda, Xena, right? And not The Legend of Xena, but Xena, the show. You remember Xena, yeah. Warrior Princess? Yeah, or the Hercules show yeah. Sorbo? That's what The Mandalorian reminds me of, yo. It's like your Adventure of the Week. Yeah, no, Kevin Sorbo, is, he's <laughs> like a cult hero between like me and my old roommates. He's also, we used to watch that Hercules show. Yeah, it was, no, me too. Those shows were great. Like, we, it, it was so funny. Kevin Sorbo, just like... <sighs> the Mandalorian definitely gives me Xena vibes or like fucking Stargate vibes. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that Adventure of the Week kind of show. Like, not back how TV they do, adventure shows like, used it, to be in like the 90s. It, it may be like an Adventure of the Week, but they st still keep it very, very, yeah, very it's cohesive. Not, yeah, I was going to say it's. What's the word for that? It's not episodic, it's. Um, Sequential? Yeah, sequential, I think. No, I feel like there's another word for it. Theatrical, where it's like acts? No, no, that's not it. But, um, yeah, the storyline, so you do have to, you can't just tune into this week's episode and really know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, no. You do kind of have to watch it from start to beginning. There's a, like I said, there's a word for that, but I can't fucking remember. It's, uh, yeah, no, you haven't finished it, so I don't want to spoil it. Well, I mean, at this point. I do know the child has a name now. Yes. Grogu. Yep. Spoiler alert. Somebody, somebody from uh, Star Wars fame shows up. Actually, two people. I don't know how far you've gotten into it. Oh, I mean, I've seen all the spoilers. I know that uh, what's her name, Rosario Dawson, is in it as um, fuck. What is her name? Oh, oh um, Osaka or yeah. um, I was gonna say Osaka, but I feel like that's not. Right. It's not. Uh, it's Anakin's. Padawan yeah. from the Clone Wars series. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, the two people that come back. There's two other people that come back. Don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. I do. I do want to watch. If you don't show. know who those two people are, yeah. I don't want to say it. Yeah. No. No, I don't. I don't. So don't spoil it for me yet. Um, what else do we got on here? Pen 15, which I've seen a couple of episodes of. It's pretty, Once it's another one of those new age, coming of age shows that's female driven. So, it, you know, uh, what I'm seeing an overall arching theme here is a lot of these shows have female leads. So yep. we're seeing once again. The High Fidelity reboot. Yeah. Which was also on that list. Which is uh, led by Zoe Kravitz. Um, what is her character's name? Oh, her character's name is Rob, it looks like. <laughs> and she is a record store owner in Brooklyn. Yep. That and sounds like high fidelity, all right. She ends up revisiting past relationships through music while trying to get over her true love. Well, that sounds like, like my life. <laughs> it sounds like high fidelity. My life. Yep. So, but... I'm going to pursue happiness. I love... <laughs> 
sounds like, I mean, overarchingly so, 2020 is like the year of the strong female lead. Except for Wonder Woman 1984, oh, apparently. yeah. I don't know, so I haven't watched it yet because I saw that runtime and I was like, whew, this is going to take some dedication. <laughs> yeah, and, and people also just said it's hot trash, the plot is a mess. Damn. Like, the only redeeming quality is Gal Gadot herself and they said even that the outfit was just awful like they did the what was the complaint about the outfit right because now i'm seeing twitter well you know how twitter do but i'm seeing like the twitter like the breastplate designed to just be like a boobage breastplate which by the way is completely ineffectual because if you hit the breastplate yeah it would slide into your sternum Which has been a design thing that people mention all the time when it comes to... Wonder Woman. No, just women in general, pop culture's armor. Yeah, women armor in anything is like scantily clad cats. But like from a a logistical perspective, if you hit the slanted part where the the breast is, it'll slide into your sternum and turn lethal. Like absolutely lethal, 100%. So I'm seeing now that the uh, High Fidelity show was canceled after its first season, but BuzzFeed is still saying it's worth a watch. So I don't know if you guys trust BuzzFeed on that or not. But I also, <laughs> I hate just like watching a show and then never getting the second season. Hi, no game, no life. Um, let's t- <laughs> fucking High School with the Dead. If we want to talk about anime, I feel like anime is notorious for Yeah, anime is the worst. Because they always get greenlit for the one season and they're just like, let's see how you do. Yeah. And then it will hit huge like three years later yeah. on four years later and once it hits American media oh man the boys season 2 of course the great that show about Catherine the great of Russia that was actually pretty good and that once again is another show with a strong female lead Miss America is on here Bojack Horseman season 6B well there's always something that we could be looking forward to that should be coming to us pretty soon Coming to America too! Ah, yes, and things to look forward to. Oh man, yeah, it, the trailer looks for that good. drop. Yeah, it looks It looks good. They have Arsidio and Eddie and Arsidio and Eddie and Arsidio and Eddie and Arsidio and Eddie playing everybody, so that's cool. It's got Wesley Snipes in a comedic role, which I feel like Wesley hasn't done in a long a time. A very long time. Who else? Uh, Leslie Jones is in there. Um Tracy Morgan yep. is in it. Yep. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it, it looks like the whole plot is... That's a movie I would love to go see at theaters. Eddie coming to back to America to look for his long-lost son after he is now king of Zamunda. Yep. And they're like, we're going back to America. No! Yeah, no. I, I, Arsenio I Hall is somebody I really wish was still in pop culture war. I'm surprised his TV show his TV show reboot, reboot didn't do as good as it did. You know, the Arsenio Hall yeah. talk show. Re- I don't know. I feel like probably wasn't on the right network. They probably didn't throw the yeah. you know, I mean, amount of funding behind it. Like, I would... How funny do you think an Arsenio Hall stand-up now would be? I wonder if he's got a podcast. I mean, that, that feels like the perfect transition on, in, from actually having a talk show. Yeah. It could also be the best transition to having a talk show. Mm. We were talking about rebooting Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm Space Ghost? Baltar? 
Eh? Eh? <laughs> no, you would definitely be Maltar. I would be Maltar? You are definitely Maltar with your sassy ass. That's fine. We need a Zorak. We'll get John Baptiste! <laughs> I was gonna say that would be Lil B, probably. The closest thing. Or, no, it would be Jam. It would be Jam. <laughs> Jam would be Zorak with turntables. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Instead of the fucking keyboard yep. circle that he sits in. I don't know how to do the Moldar voice. Uh, the Umbrella Academy. I can sound like Moldar if I put a bucket on my head. Speaking of buckets, coming to America looks fun. It does. Coming to America. <laughs> to Electric Boogaloo. Um, no, I didn't it, do it, you did. It does look fun, and I feel like... A lot of movies that have come out recently have been just that, right? They've been fun movies. I wouldn't necessarily call them good. Like, we watched Project Power. Yeah. That was another than one. That was a fun movie. But I don't know if I'd watch it again. Um, no. I mean, I remember, like, the general plot. It was cool. I don't I mean, I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in it. I have no idea what his character's name right. was. So, would you say it's better for a movie to be fun or good. I'm more inclined to watch a good movie. Would you? Argue but that's because I'm an avant-garde, pretentious asshole. Would you argue that in order for a movie to be fun, it has to, to some degree, be good? No. Because there's the room, right? Dude, I saw Snakes in a Plane in theaters. Yeah. That movie was fucking fun. <laughs> oh god, your Irish came out just now. Fucking fun. <laughs> movies are already fucking fun. <laughs> yeah, no, Snakes on a Plane. Fucking all the Medea movies, right? Like, just about anything that Tyler Perry has made. Fun. Zool Zoolander is a fun movie. Yeah. However, like I say, it's if you talk about it in the aspect of being a farce, it is a great movie. See, but that, to my argument, though, is to some degree the movie has to be good. Like... Uh, or we're getting like a fucking Sharknado, right? Like, that's a movie that a lot of people like because it was fun, but I would never. It, 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 they even... like it because it's a meme. Which is fun, right? <laughs> but I would never say that this was a good movie. Like, years from now, when this shit is playing again on TMC or TCM. Like, like people from what I've seen, Wonder Woman 1984 was neither. For starters, if you're gonna not make a good movie and just a fun movie, you shouldn't have two and a half hours long. Like Aquaman. Everybody thought that that was a fun movie, but I don't hear anybody saying that that shit was good. No. But you look at some of the Marvel movies, like Winter Soldier is a legitimately good spy movie. Yes. Yes. Black Panther is a legitimately good prodigal son movie. And we were right. saying that the movie is not actually about T'Challa. It's about Killmonger. N yeah, no. It's absolutely about... I would say it's about both of them as much as it is about, like, one character or the other. I don't think... The entire plot is driven by Killmonger's actions. I'm, that's fair. That's fair. That's and he does, he does pull up whole Prodigal Son style. Well, yeah, no. I agree with you there. Which also sure. backs my whole theory that... All pop culture narratives stem from the Bible, history, Shakespeare, 
uh, mythology. Well, I mean, the hero's journey, right? Like, yeah, it's the blueprint for most <laughs> most literature, literary tales. Yeah. Um, Fast and, then, and the Furious is another example of I feel like movies. Yeah, that are cars, explosions, fun, right? Transformers. That's the reason why Michael Transformers is a good example. Transformers are fun movies. That's the reason why Michael Bay still has a job, right? Is because he's good at making fun movies. Not and I think that might be a lot of the reason that people are mad with the Star Wars reboots, where they were just trying to make fun movies, and people yeah. from Star Wars are expecting good movies. Right? Yeah, they wanted the tales to continue, and. Disney was just like, and eh, lightsaber, right? Yeah, <laughs> force pool, force choke. Yep. Uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong twist. Palpatine was alive the whole time. Battles in the snow, kind of shit. Yep. Like, yeah, they were trying to make an epic, but not like of literary proportion. They're like, all right, we need to pay Mark Hamill to be Luke Skywalker, at, or we need Luke Skywalker to show up, but we don't want to pay him that much. So let's just have him show up for a little bit and then disappear. <laughs> Oh, man. Can we uh, do some CGI work with the whole Princess Leia thing? You know? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm not gonna say anything, because you said you don't want any spoilers. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> that, that was a spoiler in itself. Um, you're yeah. still... You're, I, I didn't spoil much. But like I said, expect somebody from the past. Okay. Okay. So... Fun, but good. But never just fun. I don't even... I no, don't... I could say... Alright, I've seen some, like, D-rated horror movies Yeah. that are fucking awful. Yes. But <laughs> they are fun. Uh, I, I feel that way about most of Rob Zombie's movies. <laughs> Rob Zombie is so much fun in concert. <laughs> and I mean, but his concerts are also good, but yeah. that's because they are super theatrical. Well, his, uh, whatchamacallit, his, not Friday the 13th, his Halloween remake, that was good, right? And that was fun. House of a Thousand Corpses, I would not call that a good movie. <laughs> yeah, and you can have movies that are good and not fun. Hotel Rwanda is a good movie. But it is not fun. No. Fucking Beast of No Nation. <laughs> the Revenant. Yeah. Uh, well, no, The Revenant's kind of fun. Okay. I mean, watching that is fun. Watching Leo get mauled by a bear. He had to get mauled by a bear to get an Oscar. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about somebody who's underappreciated. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't even get me started on because all I hear is Jada Kiss in the background going, why Hadley have to let a white man pop it to get an Oscar? Why Denzel have to go crooked before he took it? <laughs> I'm just saying. Man, just think. Denzel was in glory. Yeah. Yeah, and didn't get an Oscar for that. Well, I mean, Morgan Freeman, I think, got the nomination. For best supporting actor. Oh well, yeah. Okay, still. Man, that's a movie I want to rewatch. Good movie. That is a not a fun. That movie. is a. It has its moments. Yeah. But it is definitely a, a good movie, and it doesn't. It kind of has a. It has a bittersweet ending. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Matthew Broderick, Ferris Bueller in a. In a. He was actually really good in that movie. 
the cast of Ferris Bueller's Day Off versus the cast of <sighs> The Breakfast Club? Yeah. Ferris Bueller. In a Hunger Games style battle. Oh, I thought you were just gonna say like which one do I prefer? No, in a Hunger Style in the verse in yeah, in a Hunger Games style battle. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The Breakfast Club fall apart from infighting. <laughs> Right, I was gonna say the cast is way too bratty to even like. Yeah, they could get along for an hour <laughs> while they were singing "Kumbaya" to. Actually, they couldn't even get along for no. a full hour. No, they couldn't. It took them a while. <laughs> and it then... took them a full hour just to find common ground with each other. Yep. So yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna go Ferris Bueller. Who the fuck out of the Breakfast Club is as clever as Ferris? <laughs> uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Robert Downey Jr. wasn't in that movie. No, it was uh, Judd Apatow. Uh, was that? No, Charlie not Judd Apatow. It, it was, was Charlie Sheen. Yeah, Charlie. No, Sheen. it wasn't Charlie Sheen. No, Charlie Sheen was in Ferris Bueller. Oh, you're right. It was um, his brother or uh, half brother, the co the uh, go Emilio. The, yeah, Emil it was Emilio Estevez. I think you're right. Though. It was Emilio Estevez because it was the Mighty Ducks coach. Molly Ringwald, Judd Nelson. Yeah, Judd Nelson was the um, the punk. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. Yep, yep. Nope, you're right. You're right. Charlie Sheen though is the strung out addict in the police station. Yeah, in fact. <laughs> Why he have to be strung out though? Because he was clearly strung out. <laughs> damn, damn. Like he looks like. Pale and like yeah. gaunt. Yeah. Clearly strung out. Yeah, no, I don't think they have anybody as clever as Ferris. Damn. I'm pretty sure Ferris would take that Ewok village and just like next level it. He would have like the Ewoks feeding him grapes and everything. Yeah. Do we include. You know what? He would not only tear the Breakfast Club apart, he would take Molly Ringwald with him. And still keep his other girlfriend. Do we include Jeffrey Jones in this as the principal? I mean, that means we also get uh, the principal from Ferris Bueller, who's tenacious as fuck. That is the principal from Ferris Bueller. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, well, there's also the principal in The Breakfast Club. Yeah, I don't know what that principal's name was. Hold on. Nine times <laughs> that's what i'm saying so if you throw him in the hunger game scenario on their side yeah no this this is just over for them yeah it's they are destroying the breakfast club Ooh, the cast of ferris bueller just the trifecta versus the breakfast club bitches uh <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, I'm totally giving that to the Breakfast Club radio <laughs> show. <laughs> Charlemagne just gonna punch Matthew Broderick in his face. Oh, both two people who have been punched in their face randomly. Angela Yee's gonna run that shit. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Envy's gonna break down. Envy's definitely the weak link. Yeah. It's gonna turn into a duo real quick. <laughs> Damn, Envy is like, what is with all the slander? They must like the Bodega Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn. Nah, Envy, you just know you're the butt of all the jokes. Yep. It's DJ Envy. Wow, that actually wasn't bad. 
It's DJ NB, Angelie, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Oh, damn. So. Speaking of movies, I have a question for you. Sure. What? Hmm. Speaking of good movies, if I told you that the Golden Globes rejected nominating a movie for Best Picture of the Year because it was predominantly in Korean, would you assume that the movie was a foreign film? I mean, yeah, if it was predominantly in Korean. Korean. So you wouldn't fault them for putting it in a foreign language category? No. So what if I told you, though, that this foreign language film took place in 1980s Arkansas? What? One of the most critically acclaimed movies of 2020 is a movie called Minari. Was it... Um, an American studio? Um, that I'm not sure about. But it's called Minari, and it is about a Korean family in Arkansas in 1980. And, like I said, it was one of the critically most acclaimed films of 2020. And there's a little bit of controversy with it and the Golden Globe Awards. Instead of being nominated for Best Picture because of a rule that uh, the Golden Globes have, I guess, pertaining to the film being mostly in Korean, even though it takes place in Arkansas, which is in America, uh, the Golden Globes decided to instead nominate the film for the foreign language category and refused to slate it for Best Picture. The director responded to this by saying this is the film equivalent of being told to go back to your country, which is actually America. <laughs> wow. So, with that being said... So, now I am going to assume it was an American studio. Yeah, because... Because the only thing I was I was going to say is, I mean, foreign film, if it's made by a foreign studio... But if it's made by an American studio and the plot is based in America, then it should be... Like I said, it is the story of a Korean-American family starting a farm in 1980s Arkansas. And the film is just mostly in Korean. Because they're first-generation Korean and that's the language that they all yes. fluently speak? Yes. Oh, so you mean that makes sense. It's Got a it. story of a Korean-American family. Yeah, they're just being authentic. And it's being rejected for best film because it's being labeled as a foreign language film instead. Oh. That's kind of fucked. Yeah. And apparently the same thing happened last year with another foreign language film, which um, I guess was actually being told in an American setting called Farewell, or The Farewell, by director Lu, Lulu Wang. Uh, the film was mostly in Mandarin, but I'm assuming here that it was, I mean, you know, instead of assuming, let me look it up. Boo, 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 boo. Looks like, uh, so Billy's family returns to China under the guise of a fake wedding 
to stealthily say goodbye to their beloved matriarch, the only person that doesn't know she has a few weeks to live. Ow! So, I'm still guessing that it is about a Chinese-American family, and it seems like the director is American. It's not a China. It's not like a wow. Chinese film that was entered into the. So it wasn't even like Parasite. No, no. That yeah, that's my point. Wow. That's fucked. And neither is this Minari. So, I don't know. I think that that's a... uh, That's fucked. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not even really like a tough decision to make because the film is not, it's not like it comes from a foreign director. It's from an American director who just happens to be a Korean-American. The film just happens to be widely spoken in Korean-American. It would be like... Isn't Schindler's List mostly in German? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna. And sw- it takes place in Germany. Studio Ghibli gets nominated for best animated film all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. So not like, best animated foreign film. So what the fuck, Golden Globes? Like, yeah, no. The I feel like the controversy here is well deserved. But yeah, I mean, like Studio Ghibli could make Sausage Party and it would get fucking nominated. Right? Is that like, but is that the kind of gatekeeping we're doing now? And I, as I mentioned off mic, I feel like this is totally in response to Parasite, right? Like, Probably. All the people who were upset that Parasite, being a foreign film, won Best Picture and other, and felt like American movies were being snubbed. That would be like people complaining about fucking. Uh, God damn it. What was that movie called? That one over La La Land? I'm so bad <laughs> right now. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. It would be like people complaining that Moonlight won because, you know, the gay agenda and all that bullshit. Yeah. I, just I think there it, still was that. I find it wild. Yeah. No, there probably was. <laughs> there probably still was. It just everything, that all feels so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause stuff like this is happening now. Like, yeah, how are, how are news stories supposed to be told if they're not going to be treated equally? I don't know, but I can tell you that things that we think are fake news turn out to be true. On this week's, who the fuck asked for this? Oh, yo, it's me. It's me, the guy who asked. What is this? But why? Hey, who man is this? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Who man is this? Are you serious? The KF console. <laughs> oh, good lord. When you first sent me the link for this, I was like, this can't be real. This, this has to be Yeah, that was my... That, when I was first saw it, I was like, there's no fucking way this is real. Like, what the fuck is going on at KFC headquarters? They've got that Lifetime Christmas movie that they just dropped. Like so, the KF console is in, KFC's game console slash chicken warmer. It is shaped like a bucket, and the funny thing is, all of its hardware is really high grade. All of that high grade hardware used to keep your chicken warm. Yeah, the the heat from the hardware is warming your chicken. I. Because you cannot game effectively 
and eat your chicken. What is so going on? So you can put the chicken in the chicken warmer for when you're on break. What is going on at KFC headquarters? What is going on in the world? They are literally, they're taking the family guy approach where they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks at this point. They're going to try, all right, so like, you know how Wendy's Twitter is like a complete savage, right? Yeah. Like Wendy's Twitter has gotten. It's a meme in itself. Yeah, KFC is trying to become. A meme. A meme. They're trying to memeify it with all the weird kernel like clones that they're putting out, the fucking movie didn't they do but you see wendy's twitter is just like wendy's twitter wendy's twitter is the meme right kfc is trying to become the meme yeah yeah no they're trying to like the chicken is almost like a side thought at this point (laughs) well i mean it should have already been a side thought popeye's master race (laughs) all day all day no they had a they had a sunscreen Colonel Sanders extra crispy sunscreen. Smells like fried chicken. What the fuck? Oh, you remember the fire log that they did? That when you threw it in the fire, it would smell like KFC chicken? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, this more than likely limited release. This is, yeah, it, it... once again, this more than likely limited release is a fucking chicken warmer, and it's a good, powerful console. I don't know what they're going to play with it. It's a, probably going to come with a KFC game pre-downloaded, in a like, long like U2 line on the iPhone style. Weird KFC tie-in marketing ploys. I just, yeah, so there's no actual, like, you said there's specs on, like, the machine itself, yeah. but there's no, like, game announcement or nope. anything that what it's gonna come with, so it'll probably be, Also like a, a chicken warmer. It'll probably be, like, a Stadia, you could download, like, fucking... It's probably gonna be a Steam box. Yeah, yeah, you can play Among Us on it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even Fall Guys, right? And get custom Fortnite KFC Colonel Sanders skins. Or if you want to, you know, get your chicken extra crispy, you can play Cyberpunk 77 and watch your system crash. Oh my god. Or Cyberpunk 2077. Do you think it'll be able to actually run (laughs) Cyberpunk? I don't know. All I know is that Cyberpunk has been, like, destroying people's uh, systems. Consoles, yeah, I saw that. A lot of people's PlayStations. I think PlayStation 4s. They run it, and then this shit crashes, and then it dies forever. They had it. So KFC had a comic book. Oh, God, you remember the double? Oh, they had a photo printer. A bucket, a chicken bucket that doubled as a photo printer. <laughs> because who asked for that? <laughs> you know what I think this is? I think they probably announced these and then only make them to order. So they only actually have to pay for the marketing, and the marketing in itself gets the name out there. Yo, I'm. Just, Maybe? It's yeah, it's clearly all part of their marketing, right? I just wonder how much and who got paid for this? Somebody got paid for this. 
And how many of them are they going to make? They have to, it's gonna be a limited run, of course. But like, what do you think the resale market for a KFC video game, the KF console is gonna be? Oh man, it's gonna be infinite. If somebody, it's gonna be infinity dollars. I need to. You know. want to know why? It, it's going to be infinity dollars. Do you remember how much phones with Flappy Bird installed were? Oh my God, no, you're right. And like, it is going to be infinity dollars. Remember, look, this this was just this year, but remember, people were selling phones with TikTok still installed on them because a Charizard got sold for, or a Pikachu got. Sold for $950,000. It makes me sick. I wonder if anybody still has the KF photo bucket, though. I want to I wanna see pictures no, it, of... It's, it's, you somebody know out there bought this. You want to you wanna know exactly what I'm talking about? Look how much a bottle of Pepsi Clear is. Right now, do it. That is a 20-ounce... 20-ounce bottle of Pepsi Clear is $14. Yo, no, there's an original one full Crystal Pepsi 2-liter on sale for on eBay for a hundred dollars. You see what I mean? The KFC console is going to be infinity dollars. Nasty bottle. The Pepsi's not even clear anymore. Oh my it's god. Like tainted yellow. Oh my god. That's disgusting. It's going to be infinity dollars. Somebody is selling rare no, clear you, when Taco Bell and Crystal Pepsi for a hundred and nine dollars. When Taco Bell Stop taking, stop taking some things, took some things off the menu. I heard about a guy who went on the last day and bought out all of the things they were took off the menu and threw them in a fridge and he's selling them for $75. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I cannot, I cannot with you people. Fucking KFC, fucking candle. I don't want fried chicken smell like that all the time. In my house. No. Like, God, God, like, I just want to know who is this for? What kind of fucking psychopath mad lad is going to buy a fucking KFC console? Either way, with is the there can- either way it? with the candle, it's a stereotype. By the way, for for me or you. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't. Do My that. mom brought home. She was like, "I'm getting fried chicken," and it was KFC. I was uh... so mad. <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm like, come on. So the KF console is not slated to be released till next year. Um, it also doesn't have a price yet. But it exists. But it exists. Because somebody at KFC thought that... It is, it is going to be infinity dollars. Promises the latest titles in stunning 4K 240 FPS. It says... That so wait, can you really not download TikTok anymore? I don't... Let me see. I already have it on my phone, though. Yeah, me too. I'm pretty sure it got taken out of the app market. But then again, with the way things have been going now, they might have just slid that bitch back in there, right? And not said anything about it. Yep. Not yik Trump real mad, 2030. Or, Trump real mad, 230. I'm afraid to uninstall it and find out. <laughs> This is a great app and all, but it doesn't let me watch the videos anymore. It just has a black screen and has white lines at the bottom. I checked my internet, it was good. Oh, somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was reading reviews. I thought it was gonna be funny, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Sad. If you want funny reviews, you have to go to Yelp. Uh, uh. 
So, the KF console, in weird 20, in <laughs> wrapping up 2020 news, oh man. Um, in some quick hits of news, uh, Kevin Durant is still really good at basketball. Uh, uh so the season started back up. What are your, what are your predictions for this, this year's The season? Lakers are really good. Other than that, I don't know. So you think the Lakers are going to take it? The Lakers are really good. Do you think it's going to go like the NFL is going right now and player after player is going to come down with COVID? No, I don't I don't think so because there's just less people for an NBA team. Yeah. Just by a huge margin, so yeah, that part. it's a lot easier to manage people. Are they still going to continue to play in the bubble? No. no. They're, they are traveling again. The bubble was a lot, like, a lot. Yeah. That was a lot on everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> this whole, whole shit has been a lot on everybody. Yeah, like, LeBron didn't see his... He said he didn't see his kids for, like, almost three months. God damn. No, longer than three months. God damn. I think, actually, he went on... Uh, and I believe... That I went they- on a radio... I went on... Not I. He went on a, uh, a show, and they were like, so how long were you in the bubble? He was, like, 97 days and 96 nights. God damn. Straight like that. Or but- something. Like, yeah, he said some number, like, immediately. No hesitation. But yeah, Kevin Durant's really good at basketball still. Um, so I saw an article. Remember how we talked a while ago about there being whisperings around inner Marvel's inner Marvel circles for Shia LaBeouf being considered for a role in the MCU universe? Yeah. Well, you were saying Iceman. Yes. Well, turns out that those rumors had a little bit of weight to them. Uh, but we can all, you know. Cancel that now, thanks to uh, cancel Shia LaBeouf <laughs> for his FKA Twigs debacle. Um, he what was pre- that all about? She came out and said, "I'm not trying to sound dismissive. My bad, guys. <laughs> like it's just oh, right. upsetting." Yeah, she came out and you know wrote a whole piece about him being abusive and. Both that's that's part of the thing. Mentally. So I've and actually this is a, a little bit of a spoiler, but I've been reading for like the past month on the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. Yeah, and uh, basically everything is fucked. Um, yeah, but I'll get into that. Like, I mean, that's pretty much what Shy said. <laughs> like in his response to the whole shit, is he was like, it, he pretty much owned up to it without saying he actually did it, but. His whole attitude has been everything is fucked, and now like, just like the whole, like as I'll get into it probably next week when I have all. So there's two, two or three like giant feature articles on right. Johnny that yeah. I've been reading and annotating, trying to paint this like picture of trying to get a clearer picture of what's actually going on with this whole situation. Yeah, right. Uh, there definitely is a a sense of descent into madness though yeah. with him. Well, I mean. We've all watched Shia's descent into madness, and I don't know, it all just plays in line with what, I guess, the character he's painted of himself at this point. I mean, uh, isn't Peanut Butter Falcon supposed to be, like, about his life with his dad and all that shit? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, like I was saying, though, um, seems like Disney and Marvel have decided to go in different directions. What I did find interesting, though, was that 
the toss-up was between Iceman, which we had originally heard, yep. and Wolverine. <laughs> and the whole idea of Shia LaBeouf being Wolverine was a minefield of an imagination run for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like he could have pulled it off. And then it got me thinking about Johnny Depp, right? And I was like, well, fuck, if we're going to make Shia LaBeouf Wolverine, can we make Johnny Depp Gambit? <laughs> no, he's way too old to be Gambit. Gambit. Uh, old man Gambit. <laughs> old. God, who would Johnny Depp play? No one right At now. At first that's... I thought Professor X, right? Because I was like, if he, or or Beast. Yeah, no, he he's, be he's not, he's not, he's not playing anybody right now well I'm, and I like i said I think it'll I'll, be a long time before we see any of john yeah i'll the whole situation's fucked amber shouldn't beat the hell out of johnny but uh we'll we'll talk about it we'll and talk about shia it. should stop beating on shia, people yeah, shia, shia is also going to be covered we're probably going to go touch back on amber her, her um tory lanes and meg stallion yeah, at some point in in our the fair, in our toxic relationship feature. The the small amount of salacious celebrity news that we do do. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, though? Like, is Shia going to go the way of Kevin Spacey? Or what do you think? His uh, Kevin regi- Spacey, I think, is actually a sociopath. Did you see he dropped a new Christmas uh, message? Where, oh, yeah, no, the, the Kevin Spacey one? Yeah. No, 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 wait. No, he just dropped a new one. Oh, because I remember the one from last year. Yeah, no, he dropped a new Christmas message. And in this one, he is urging people who are, you know, having suicidal thoughts and stuff to get mental help. And, you know, people who are dealing with... And is it in the really creepy way? Yes. Is it right next to the fire still? No, he's in a park, and he's walking through a park, and he's talking about people who are dealing with, like, abuse and substance abuse and mental and physical abuse. And I just find it, you know... A bit ironic, considering he still hasn't really addressed Isn't the people he abused. <laughs> but yeah, do you think Shia is gonna end up like Kevin Spacey, Johnny Depp, or do you think he'll have a redemption? Well, tour, it hasn't like... blown up as much as the Amber Heard Johnny Depp one has. Yeah. Like, because Amber was really in the spotlight because she was hanging out with Elon too, mm. Mm. and Elon is always in the spotlight. Because Elon also uses Twitter a lot. Elon Musk is white Kanye West. I said it. Yeah. Huh? Same attitude. Both of them actual geniuses in their field. But both of them widely overestimate their actual influence. Hmm. Both of them extremely pretentious. Hmm. Both of them potentially mentally unstable. Hmm. Both of them prone to weird acts of attention seeking. Hmm. But then actual creative, like, advancements and innovations. Hmm. Elon Musk is white kind of. Both of them extremely privileged, but play victim all the time. And have a wild sense of fashion. Yes. Both of them internet trolls. Yeah. This holds water. It was a random, like, blurt at first, but the more you make me, like, actually defend it, the more I'm like, this is true. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. 
Elon Musk just, and and both of them kind of low-key begged for money on the internet. Elon just didn't want to pay his taxes and move to Texas. Are they both the cause of explosions at this point? I know Elon's blown up some rockets. Hmm, I mean, Kanye. They both talk about building a utopia. Yeah. Elon's is just on Mars. Both of them kind of like internet cult leaders. One Kanye, of them just wants to use microchips. Kanye's got his rabbit fans. <laughs> Elon Musk has got his rabbit fans. Kanye has his maggot fans. Both of them Trump supporters. Really? Yeah, dog. You, you think, are? You, yeah, dog. Come on. <laughs> I guess for the moment. Elon Musk is rich. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And when Joe Biden and the fucking liberals got the tax and the rich and shit, he moved right the fuck out of California. He's like, oh, I make more than $400,000 a year. Hi, well, Tom Cruise. <laughs> On uh, what the fuck note, speaking of Trump, in his scramble of power, he pardoned Paul Manafort, Roger Stone. Four Blackwater vets involved in killing Iraqi citizens, George Papadopoulos, former GOP Congress members Duncan Hunter and Chris Collins, and uh, Charles Kushner, Jared's dad, and he was pardoned of tax crimes, witness tampering, and illegal campaign contributions. Wow. 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 That last one, though. (laughs) The nepotism. Mm -hmm. Wait, what was, uh... Chris Collins, yeah. Who was Chris Collins again? That name sounds familiar. So does Duncan Hunter. So no pardon for, um... Who did everybody think he was gonna... Giuliani? Yeah. Not... No, not Giuliani. Not... No. Yeah. What would Giuliani need a pardon for? Are you thinking Snowden? No. Although there were talks that he may pardon Snowden. Chris Collins. I cannot remember what he was... Oh, so the GOP congressman was sentenced to 26 months in prison for insider trading. Yep. And, and he got pardoned by Trump. <laughs> so white collar crimes all the way down is what it sounds like, because that's pretty much what the same thing uh, Charles Kushner was in trouble for. Papadopoulos was pardoned because he was he went uh, to jail based in the Mueller investigation. Yeah. Damn, man. Which we also remember found out is was also fucked from the start. Yep. Yep. Oh, of course. I knew they were going to nerf that. Like, they did everything in their power to nerf that. They barely gave him time to actually investigate it. Well, no. It was Mueller was, like, connected to them to begin with. I mean, I still argue that even though he was connected to them, he did his job to the ability that they would have allowed him to do his job. And that's why when people when you say he was connected to them, I feel like he just didn't put up as much of a fight to actually investigate the crimes that were obvious, right? Cuz when the report came out, the report still showed that Donald Trump was guilty of the things that people said he was guilty yep. of. So being in with them like when people say that he was in the whole time, I'm like then he's pulling a um, a double, not a double cross, but a what was that? He was pulling his punches. 
That's yes, what he was doing. Exactly. Exactly. Or he was like, wow, um, I don't like this dude, but, you know, everybody's calling in all of their favors, so I guess I'm gonna... Yeah, because he knew he, he was friends, or is friends with some of the people who were involved. Like... Well, Barr, like him and Barr are very close. That's it. That was it. Barr and him. But he was even, he even, this whole thing made him speak out against Barr because when. Who's now resigned, right? Right. When Barr released his initial summary of the report, Mueller stepped out and was like, that's unjustified and unsubstantiated. Like, that's not what I said at all. That is not what I said at all. And Barb was like, "Yeah, no, we're we're close. We have dinner together, and it just obscured the whole obscured the whole thing, like the, from the Nashville explosion to Shia LaBeouf and Johnny Depp, White Kanye West, and White Kanye West. 2020 just keeps proving that none, none of, of this, this is normal. normal. You guys be safe. Have a happy New Year. Deuces." It's over. Go home. Go.